0: Video Gamer Podcast number four hundred and ten. I am Josh mm. Wise, and I am joined by Rich Walker as ever. Hello, Rich. Hello. How Hello. are
1: you? I am most excellent, thank you. How are you? That's what mm. I want to know.
0: I'm alright. I'm alright. I I had a lovely weekend. A little bit little cheeky bank holiday, but it snuck up on mm-hmm. me, I'll be honest, because we're in that time of year. <clears throat> number one. We're in that time of year where there seems to be bank holidays willy-nilly. It's bonkers. Yeah, I like and it. I like and it's it, glorious. They, they sneak up on you every other month. So I'm like, oh, there's mm-hmm. another one here. There's another one there. It's mad. And then point number two, I'm sort of... W- when I was working an honest job, you know, I sort of... the, the Bank holidays were an absolute godsend. But now... I don't know it's what so you fun- mean. It's so funny because <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this job and I'm like, oh, it's great. It's a bank holiday. What should I do? Um... I fancy playing some video games, mm. <laughs> and then it's like I find it kind of weird to, to turn my work head off sometimes. Cause it, do you ever get that thing where you're playing a video game, but yeah. you're kind of you're breaking it down in your head, and you're sort of like, if I was reviewing it, ah, oh, what would I say? I about I do, this, this yeah.
1: Setting? I I, I am guilty <laughs> of that. I try. I have to sort of switch off the the critical yeah. part of my brain sometimes when I'm just playing something for
0: fun. Indeed, it's Indeed. sort of
1: impossible though.
0: It is really, and actually sometimes I wonder if it is a thing that should be switched off. because the natural thing is like, you know, pe- people hear that and they'd think, it would probably remind them of being in school or something. Remember when you had to do a book for school and it just made the book rubbish, you're just like, yeah. oh god, that book's it's ruined really it because we had to do yeah. it for like eight weeks in school. Well, it's weird, because I sometimes feel like it makes me enjoy stuff more. You know, like actually mm. kind of breaking it down. I'm thinking to myself, oh, well, actually, this soundtrack is unusually good. And I don't know. Or like this bit of writing here. Oh, that was really clever. And lots of people maybe, I don't know, stuff like that. As you say, they kind of switch off and quote unquote, just enjoy the game. Yeah. And I sort of think, I don't know. I wonder if it like stops me from enjoying it or if it kind of enriches it. Sometimes I do think, you know, shut mm. up, to it, shut up, dweeb boy. Just, uh, <laughs> just, just enjoy what's in front of you.
1: What did you uh, play for fun then?
0: I pla well. I carried. I've played more. Uh, I got Returnal. a couple of things on the go. Actually, yeah, more of that. Um, it's terrific. But we talked about that last week. Uh, also mm-hmm. got Pokemon Snap, ah, uh, okay. which we, which which we talk about, which uh, which is cool. Lovely. Um, still got Breath of the Wild, obviously. Uh, That's on the go. On the I back. need
1: to. Do you, I I do need to pick that up again. I need to get back on that. I need to give <sighs> it another chance because it's silly, isn't it?
0: It's it is bonkers. It's um. It's outrageously yeah. good. Is what it Ugh. is. It's it's um. It's so good. It's ridiculous. But but mm. yeah yeah. We'll. I'll 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 put a pin in that one, as they say. Um, and then what was the other thing? Oh, I've I finished watching. You know, I was on my Buffy rewatch. Oh yeah. Finished it, didn't I?
1: Good, well done. Completed yeah, that.
0: Completed that. So that's over. Got the achievement, and then I stopped. And then I started <laughs> Angel, the spin uh, off, the oh, spin off really? series Angel. D- yeah. Doesn't some
1: of that run concurrently with Buffy? <laughs> it you? does. Sort of interspersed that.
0: Well, I, I screwed myself because um, I the, the Buffy, which was on as part of Amazon Prime, um, is all on there, but the yeah. but but Angel isn't. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, well, it is on there, but if you want Angel, you have to buy the, the e- either each episode or just buy the series. Like, it's on there to buy, if you see what right. I mean. And then you unlock right. it digitally, sort of thing. Really annoying, so I thought, screw that. But then I discovered that Angel was actually on 4OD. Do you know 4OD do, like, the box do. sets?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They've got Seinfeld on there as well.
0: Yeah, the downside is it's got adverts
1: oh, yeah, well, that's
0: not so good. That is annoying. But I've started it. It runs concurrently to season four of Buffy, so it's a bit weird. I'm like, in my head. I'm... And they do all these little crossover things where she'll turn up in Angel and he will pop up in Buffy. and they... mm. But it's really weird. Like Both shows kind of act like the viewer is definitely watching the other show because if, if, <laughs> if they're not, and I wasn't, they just kind of reference little events and things and you kind of have to know, oh, yeah, she went to LA for that episode. That's where she went sort of thing. It's right. weird. It's kind of like an early thing of like, you know how now everyone's kind of obsessed with this idea of like shared universes and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like it felt like an early version of that. Mm, that's but not it, that's why
1: a, Whedon was such a good choice for them well, Avengers films, isn't it?
0: This is it. This is it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, other than that, mainly just chilling, eating. Got a uh, got some pancakes delivered to me at the weekend. Delivered. Yeah, big time. Right. Big time. Okay. U- Uber Eats, mate. <laughs> Fair enough. Pancakes from the and cre-
1: crepe affair <laughs> I know you're fond of those
0: <laughs> the crepe escape and what was the other one crepe expectations that was a really yeah. good one yeah uh, no oh that place was brilliant that. do you remember we went there on our lunch break yeah yeah oh. they did
1: vegan ones mate I was well chuffed
0: yeah you were amazing. loving it and I got mm. a baguette and a crepe oh Good, days. Good bloody times. Good bloody yeah. times. Yeah, have you had any naughty food over the last week? I always want yes. food updates.
1: Yes. My God. You- <laughs> Me and Elise went off the rails. Um, so we went to Shrewsbury Town, and we stopped off at Planet Donut, oh and bought God. a load of donuts, and I ate the Aww. last one last night. They lasted Aww. days, because we had so many. <laughs> it was one of those where, like, if you spend an extra pound, you can get, like, an extra one. So we ended up with, like, 14 donuts. I think it's stupid. <laughs> All All different. V-
0: this this strikes me. This has to go against your your sugar ban or your vegan. Yeah, well it does. So the sugar ban is back on big time after this oh, okay, massive brilliant. infraction. So the, the, the sugar ban was like blasted through for yeah. the sake of a weekend. So oh, I had a lovely
1: enough. um. I, what did I have? I had a lovely sort of pink, sort of classic Homer Simpson one with party oh. rings stuck to it.
0: Well, little sprinkles on it and everything. Sprinkles, oh.
1: party rings on there, mate. Just three oh. party rings stuck That's on it. Bonkers, yeah. that. Then um, I had a, an Oreo one, which was sort of uh, too sickly. Yeah, too simply, I one.
0: have had an Oreo one. I think they sell them in like Tesco. You can get a little double, mm. double Oreo. They're all right, but a bit, bit too much. Bit too this, much.
1: Well, this one was huge, and had a big Oreo biscuit in the middle,
0: <laughs> and was, yeah, too much. And then last night I had the
1: last one, which was a lemony one. Oh Ooh. God! And there was a New York cheesecake one as well. Oh, oh. we had more oh. than I thought. Oh, and my man. sister and brother got like. Um, Caramac
0: and oh, millionaire
1: wow. shortbread ones.
0: Is Caramac not? I've been meaning to try Caramac. Never tried it, mate. You would love Caramac. You'd what be is all it? over that. It's sort of caramelly
1: kind of chocolate.
0: Oh, I'm already there. Yeah, I'm already you, there. Honestly,
1: try a Caramac. Report ma- uh, report back next week and let us know your findings. Because I will. I, I have a suspicion that that's a Joshua's chocolate bar.
0: Oh, I'm on it. I will. Li- after we've recorded this today, wait a I, minute. Have you ever had a gold bar?
1: Yes. Well, it's the same as that, but just the chocolate.
0: Oh. Yeah, it's basically that. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Oh, oh, well, well, that's that's got me excited because I'm 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 a believer in the I'm a I'm a supporter of the gold bar. Oh, me that's too. A, that's an oft the gold oft-forgotten, bar's fantastic, an oft-forgotten chocolate bar. I think. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Top and, and stuff. criminally so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there was mm-hmm. the other one, wasn't there? That company... Is it Club who do that? that yeah, I think ones? so. Uh, that company... Isn't it McVitie's?
1: Isn't it a McVitie's biscuit now?
0: Oh, McVitie's is McVitie's oh, bought everything Do up? you know, I think you're right, but isn't... Actually, I, I think I'm getting mixed up because isn't there another bar called Club? A Club Bar?
1: Yeah. I always yeah. forget. Hey, I don't what was know who, the name but that of that? That might be owned by Nestle or something. Isn't everything either Nestle, Cadbury's uh, or yeah. McVitie's now?
0: Which... And I think if it's Cadbury's in turn, that means it's owned by Kraft as well. Oh, What's um what was that thing that you got when we were in the office, and I'd never had it, and you were like, "Oh, you've got to get on these." It was like um, chocolate <laughs> with like cereal and nuts or something like that. It was a bit, it was a little bit oh, different. Was it a track bar or? Oh, possibly. Yes. Yeah, they were nice. Tracker votey yeah, sort of flapjacks
1: with chocolate on top.
0: They were good shit. I've not been mm. able to find them actually since. Ah, okay. Okay. But anyway. I yeah, they're around something for the back burner. I will tell you what, yeah. I'll go on a chocolate hunting mission and I'll report back next week. Excellent. Yeah, please do. The, I want to know the Caramac
1: verdict, please.
0: Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um but if it's we we've, we've got some serious stuff to be talking about this week. Listeners are going to yeah, be yeah. losing their shit big time. Because uh, we're both we're going to publish this after the embargo lifts sneakily. Mm-hmm. So listener, you know, if you've downloaded this, you think it to yourself this this one's going out a little bit later. It is few hours.
1: With good maybe, reason.
0: With bloody good reason. So, you know, bear with, have a jingle. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream. And I said to this gentleman, I like some ice cream, please. I like some ice cream, please. And he said, Oh, okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, Well, what have you got? And he said, Well, what do you want? I said, What have you got? Well, what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, Chocolate and his response: We don't have any chocolate. What we've been playing this week and last week: uh, a little, a little game called Resident Evil Village. Uh, Resident yeah. Evil V V8 V I I I Lynch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Village. Um, yeah, it's a big one. It's a big yeah. one. It's it's the big one. So this is sequel, first of all, to Resident yeah. Evil Seven, obviously. Yeah. Um it's it picks up the uh the character of Ethan Winters who we last saw mucking about in Louisiana. He's now in Romania with his wife and his baby. Um, well, they never they never
1: refer to it as Romania, do they? It's just some sort of mysterious place in Eastern Europe, right?
0: I think he they do at the very beginning someone name drops it. I think so. Uh, the remember. region. I think I took some. I took some notes at one point, and one of them said Romania. But I will double okay. check this. But yeah, yeah. I think I think if if it's uh, in the same way that I think Resi Four, it was obviously Spain. Well, the language
1: is Romania, Romanian. Yeah. Romanian. Yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway. Um, it, so the sort of broad setup is, uh, and you'll have seen this in the trailers. We, we'll, we'll broadly speaking, we'll we'll avoid uh, spoilers. Um, yeah. Like specific story spoilers, but the setup, um, uh, a little little Ethan living happily, a bit, bit weirdly, sort of been re- relocated, li- living in Romania, living a sort of low key life after the events of Seven with yeah. his wife and child. Uh, Chris Redfield, who now looks like it's I think milk he tray looks, man. looks like, well, he looks like Lincoln from Prison Break. If anyone remembers Prison Break, um, I think the, the actor's name's Dominic Purcell, but he looks just like him, and he wears a coat, and he talks a bit, like, a bit weird. He's, he's like a sort of American Jason Statham type. Very tough now. It's a bit weird how they can never decide what Chris Redfield should look like. I was
1: thinking bit... he looks closer to how he would have in Five.
0: Yes, yeah, If you, so it if did you factor
1: get... in the years, the yeah. intervening years.
0: It's weird, because, like, Seven was kind of like a, a sort of... St- kind of soft reboot but like it's still in the world obviously and yeah you know chris showed up at the end of seven confirming it's still like fully in the world and a sequel but it was funny because in seven chris radfield just looked totally different yeah both both to how he looks now in village and to how he had looked up to that point they just sort of changed mm-hmm. him but anyway chris shows up uh murders ethan's wife bit weird um <laughs> and nicks his uh nicks his baby his baby rose yeah. Steals her, and they thump Ethan, and he's unconscious and <laughs> that. And then they go, and then they're in a van. <clears throat> the van hits some trouble, classic, some sort of crash. Ethan wakes up. Everyone's uh, everyone's dead, and he's alone in the snow. And he stumbles through some woods, and finds himself in a village. Yeah, and, and that's a setup. And then creepiness ensues. We've got. Werewolves. We've got Lychans. vampires. Mm. Yeah, lichens. Yeah. Uh, we got vampires. We got all, all bloody sorts going on. Yeah. To be yeah. honest. Um. So I, I'll sort of, <laughs> I'll kind of talk about some of the, maybe some of the problems that I have with uh, with village. So first of all, beautiful game, obviously. Looks um, stunning. Yeah. Looks stunning uh the the re engine is is like a treat it mm-hmm. always is it always is a treat to be honest but it just yep. it's worth reiterating really really stunning um and the gameplay is it, it's, just, it's kind of funny It's like an old fashioned review I'm like breaking it down the like graphics yeah. and gameplay but like <coughs> uh it's a little bit um not that survival horror i didn't find i had like loads of ammo and mm. um I wasted a lot of ammo. I know I, I was, I was not texting much. texting you, and you yeah. s- you were sort of like, "Oh, really? I've not got my." But they have that move which Ethan had in Seven, where he sort of holds his hands up to block something, um, which is ridiculous, by the way. I mean, he's holding his hands up and he's blocking, you know, an incoming chainsaw. It just looks funny. Um, yeah. But then you pre- in this one, it's like you you tap the the l1 button like a second time and mm-hmm. it'll like shove the person back and it's quite a powerful mechanic i mean i found I like i did that in most encounters and i had plenty of ammo like it what it's not really it's not a horror game certainly i mean if you look at things like i don't know like outlast or amnesia you know those kind of pure horrors where it's like there's no combat and it's kind of freaky all the way through for the most yeah. part it's a fairly combat heavy you know it's kind of an action thing you know more so than seven i would argue Mm-hmm. Um seven yeah, actually I, I did agree. sort of did hang on to it and the ammo was a little bit more scarce. Uh, well
1: I seem to remember it was a novelty when you got a gun in seven. It was like, oh, I have a gun finally. Yeah. It took yeah. a while to get a gun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well you got the gun off the off the policeman, didn't you? And then yeah. it was like, Oh my god, I got a handgun. Mm. But yeah, no, in this it's um it's pistol pistols from from the very beginning. Um So the 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 trouble I have with village, so on the one hand it's got it's got um you know, its, its play is kind of, is back again, and that's cool. Um, yeah. But it is, it is a bit gung-ho. I think the, the problem that I have is just the tone of it. And I know this, on the one hand, like, I was, I was talking to you over text, and we were trying to kind of trying to work out, like, how reasonable our criticisms are. Mm, yeah. But it, go, it goes something like this. It, I was kind of wary before when the trailers were coming out, and it was like, Oh, werewolves. That's weird. I don't mm. know. That's kind of odd. Um, but fair enough. I'm, you know, and inevitably they explain these things in the classic Resident Evil way, where it's, you know, it's by at the end of it. Oh, it's a virus that mutates people. Oh, they look a bit like werewolves. It's, I mean, you know, or something like that. I sort of thought, oh, they'll they'll obviously do that. It's not going to be, yeah, suddenly a world of fantasy. But the thing is, is that, you know, it sort of doesn't matter what they say at the end of the game. The fact is, for the last, you know, eight, ten hours or something, I've been fighting against mm-hmm. gothic Castlevania-esque vampire ladies and and sort of werewolves and all, all manner of stuff in between. It feels to me like it could have been a new like, IP. I, I mean, I, and I think, like, looking at some of the villains, which, again... Have been seen in trailers, so I, like I'm not, get, or or I think, or if you've played the demo, you will have seen like Mother Miranda, right? Like she's out there, uh, very
1: think. briefly. Yeah, she's seen like in the background of that scene yeah. where they're all together, right?
0: It, right, and I th- and I think so. It's it's kind of public knowledge that the villain of the game she is, uh, she is a, a sort of six winged mm. angel demon creature and thing. Th- there's a thing, and there's a there's a man who is basically Magneto from X Men. Yeah, and there's another character that's a sort of possessed doll, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, and then and then there is a, a you know a, a trio of vampire well four vampire uh, women who live in a castle, and it's it's do you know what it reminded but, me but of. But Josh, you've forgotten the best. He's mm. the best. Oh, Moreau, yes, of course, yeah, abs- <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah, so th- so the game, so, like, right off the bat, it's ju- it just feels to me, it reminded me the most, um, so I think the game channels Resident Evil 4, you know, in, yeah. a lot, in its structure, it's like, oh, well, you go to a village, and then you go to a castle, and then you go to a kind of industrial place, it's, it's and there's a merchant character that sort of tips his hat to the merchant in Resi 4, yeah. Um but actually, what it what it reminds me of is the story of of Resident Evil Four's development. When early on, um, Hideki Kamiya had a vision of Resident Evil Four, which was, oh, it's it's going to be set in a crazy castle, and it's going to have, uh, and like if you remember, like the Hookman uh, demo of Resi Four, it's like oh, there's all these creepy like animated dolls that seem to come towards Leon. And it was like, oh, wow, this is different. There's like a ghost in the demo and stuff. And I remember Kamiya wanted it to be like an action game that was like really wanted uh, Uh, the heroes to be really stylish. This is what ended up being Devil May Cry. And that's what ended up being Devil May Cry because Hmm. Shinji Mikami, fortunately, was there and was smart enough to go, hey, this is really cool it's just not really Resident Evil. And he managed mm. to persuade... I remember the story. He managed. He went around, tried to convince three different producers to come up with a new IP. Um, and it was a new IP. And they rewrote it to include demons and all of a sudden... And all of a sudden, that vision for Resi 4 became Devil May Cry. And there were moments in Village where I just... I thought, wow, I wonder if, if Shinji Mikami were there. W- would he maybe not yeah. say, hey, guys, you've got stuff that's a bit like Castlevania. You've got... Stuff that inv- that involves werewolves. You've, you know, you've got uh, this fellows like Magneto, and you've got this sort of six winged angel lady who's going on about something. This it kind of seems cool, but do you sure you want to? And of course, the answer is yes. We want to call it Resident Evil because if we call it Resident Evil, we'll sell an awful lot of copies. It's always a risk coming up with new IP. But they just there was just just such bonkers things in this where there, there were moments where I was just sort of laughing yeah uh, you know I, I mean there was you know again without you know giving giving too much away there was some some stuff that was going on at the castle when I was you know you sort yeah. of fighting against these these crazy vampire people and I'm just thinking to myself like number one uh, this isn't very scary <clears throat> that's point number one it's supposed to be a horror game I got um these vampire daughters and their mother uh, shouting things that are just they're just making me laugh and they're coming after me you know <laughs> and, and so that's point number 1 like it's like I could be scared by this but like I'm not really and then point yeah. number 2 it's like it's like a tonal thing like I wonder what people will gen like what what generally what people will make of this and whether I'm perhaps just a grumpy stick in the mud it strikes me that if you got like um a classic like sort of bella lugosi kind of you know frilly shirted vampire wearing a black cape or something yeah and he turned up in AMC's the walking dead i think a lot of people would if not raise an eyebrow fully riot right is that fair to no, say they would no they, would, they, they think it's brilliant <laughs> they, but, but for some reason it's like <laughs> oh it's resident evil or oh it's video games they're crazy they can do all this stuff and i'm not saying that like you know without giving anything away these things are given an explanation i'm just arguing that i don't think the explanations that important in light of what you spend the whole game doing and I, yeah i just, that's how it felt to me it was i just throughout a lot of it i just thought this is so bonkers and so naught to sixty and so <coughs> shark jumpy yeah oh um, man i feel I felt like
1: it jumped several sharks <laughs> throughout the story <laughs>
0: yeah, it did. yeah 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 um but it's not it's not like a resi six like but the thing with resi six was that it was like a full on bulls to the wall gung ho action shoot... Now, I actually don't think Resi 6 is as bad as a lot of people think. It's still, no, a, poli- I don't still a polished game. It's an interesting game. Yes, it's a failure. And I mm. and it's not a particularly good Resident Evil game. But I think, you know, the the difference the difference is this isn't necessarily absolutely not to sixty bonkers in its gameplay or its mechanics. In fact they are you know they sort of take the template of seven and they they do add to it. And I would argue it does lean much further towards the action than it does the horror but it's the tone it's the story it's the everything else in it Where right? yeah. i thought wow they've really gone yeah. fully crazy and either people go oh this is brilliant uh this is this is what's next in the series um you know this is what ne-. or people will go this is cre- this is like a a sort of you know a sort of die another day scenario like are they going to have to reboot this again it's going to be really interesting to see what people do with it it's also interesting to me That you know, and 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 no coincidence that at the same time Capcom and credit has to go to Capcom for taking risks and for pushing Mm. the boat out. But it's it's you know no 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 coincidence that at the same time they are remaking their old games and we're getting much more reserved and much more um, grounded a series of remakes. So when you you put the remake of something like a Resident Evil three or a two alongside this, it's just a completely different series, right?
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I mean those remakes they um yeah, they, they just stand out to me as better games and better example a better example of what survival horror and Resident Evil should be. Mm. Whereas mm. this was just I don't know. It felt like they were just throwing everything at the wall to see what yeah. would stick. I, and yeah. a lot of it just really doesn't stick. <laughs> um and it's a shame. You know?
0: Yeah, but there are really good bit. It's so funny because there's such a talented um, studio. There are bits in the game where I was thinking, "Oh, this is this is so good." There's a you know without giving again, I won't go too far. but There's a set piece where you're sort of very very high up. You're you're kind of on top of the castle, and there are kind of creatures up there, and the snow is sort of whirling through the air, and you've got a rifle and then the sound design was just sublime and of course the graphics were just in, like incredible and I was thinking yeah. to myself oh that's that's such a cool individual individual set piece right and there was yeah. there's a there's a point where i think i texted you over the weekend or maybe last week there's a there's a there's a a lengthy segment a sort of sequence of the game that unfolds um in a house uh, in the yeah. middle of in, in the middle of some woods a sort of doll maker's house I think they it.
1: I'd argue not lengthy enough <laughs>
0: not le- not lengthy enough but mm. it was far and away uh the best thing in the game for yeah. me it, they took they sort of took all your weapons away and it was much closer to um, a sort of classic it felt like that beginning hour demo for seven it was like you've got no weapons it's all puzzles in here it's basically an escape room and then there was a thing at the end of it that genuinely I found quite chilling. And I thought, mm. oh, my God, this is like closer to Silent Hill than Resi. Actually, this is this is terrific stuff. Yeah. And it almost feels, and I'm not, uh, y- you know, you can't spe- speculate on these, these things w- uh, unexpected to bear much fruit, but it almost seems like different departments did different parts of the game. And it sort yeah. of has that feeling of like a... Uh, 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 of like a you know let's and let's jam it all together and you know you've got one one sort of people who go well we kind of want to do a kind of gothic vampire castlevania mad thing in a castle and then someone else goes well yeah well i want to do a really pared back classically survival horror um mm-hmm. you know escape room creepy house scenario and then all these things sort of get get kind of brought together under the whole th- and it just ends up you you the tone changes quite jarringly from hour to hour. I found. Yeah.
1: No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It does feel like there are four different, four or five different departments all wanting to do different things, and they were like, Let, let's do it all. Mm. We, we can put it all <laughs> in the same game. <laughs> oh, there'll be no problem with tonal shifts or yeah. feeling. Uh, you know. Yeah. And there is and I, and I
0: promise I won't, um, I won't reveal uh, what you know what this is to people. But there is, there is one moment where I just threw up my hands and just sort of burst out laughing, and I had to pause the game and, and sort mm-hmm. of col- collect myself because I couldn't quite <clears throat> believe where it was going. It was a Sort of particular it, boss it fight. This is the bit
1: I'm thinking of.
0: Uh, I or is it early on? It's late. It's very late. Oh, right, in the then game.
1: yeah, I know exactly what <laughs> you're talking about then. Yeah. yeah. Cuz I did the um, same. I was just like, "What? N- what? Yeah, What are you doing Resident Evil? What are you doing?"
0: Yeah, I know. I know, and I am kind of fascinated because to, to be honest with you, I, I on the whole, I it, I was disappointed. I I by mm. what I it, it just feels like they went not to sixty bonkers again. Yeah. Um and actually, I think 7 is a far more assured and sort of cohesive survival horror experience. I agree. I agree. Um and it's such a shame because it's one of my years and it's not again it's not that it it should be played both but you know if you're a fan of Resident Evil absolutely play it. Yeah. Um and and it is a fascinating game. and as I say there are there's stuff in there where you think god no, no nobody can do it quite like Capcom can do it, you know. Mm. Um mm. And it, and it, and it, you know and and, it, and its play is is still there. It's gorgeous environments and some some of the enemy designs are really really good. Some of them are not, but some of them are, <laughs> but some but some of them are. Um, yeah, I'm sort of I'm sort of I don't know. Is there is there anything else on Resident Evil? I'm going to be really intrigued to see what the general consensus is. I mean, do you think yeah. are we are we just sort of because we were speaking to a, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, mm-hmm. Who was who was saying, who didn't struggle as much, or, or maybe not struggle, um, but who didn't maybe see such a problem because because he wasn't really you know much of a fan of Resident Evil and so many of the, you know many of the things that that we might maybe raise an eyebrow at. He was yeah. sort of like he was kind of like oh well you know yeah I suppose it is a bit bonkers, but I do I do think generally you know to use my earlier example, I think if mm-hmm. you got like a, a, a vampire just turning up in the, in the walking dead, I think I'll, surely people would be <laughs> like, this is a bit weird, isn't it? Even if you didn't <laughs> like the walking dead, you'd be like, that's a bit really, it just, do you know what? Actually, and this is, this is maybe the harshest, uh, criticism I can muster. Um, it reminded me of the 2004 hit Hugh Jackman film Van Helsing more than it reminded me of, of many many other. I mean things. that
1: that is damning right there. It,
0: that is damning. It had Richard <laughs> Roxburghs Dracula and I and I, I like Richard Roxburgh. I think he's an underrated actor, but he was not good as Dracula. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that was an absolutely bonkers film. And Kate Beckinsale, you know, was mm. was was in it as well. And yeah. it was and it was a mess. They they just they they because they kind of went. We're doing vampires. We're doing, uh, Jackal and Hyde. We're doing werewolves. We're doing. And it, it but the weird thing is, it just ends up cancelling cancelling other things out. It, it doesn't. Yeah. The horrors don't mount. They they kind of just they cause a mess. I, I find. <laughs>
1: I remember someone someone sort of hitting the nail on the head with what the problem with that Van Helsing film was. And I mm. haven't seen it because I don't think I could bear to. Mm. But he said, I remember him saying when the sort of posters were coming out and stuff, like, look at his crossbow. It's an ornate, ridiculous crossbow. Why isn't it just two big pieces of wood nailed together? That's yeah. what it should be. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, of yeah. Course, <laughs> the upshot
0: of that film is that he gets dispatched to Transylvania by the Vatican, um, <laughs> and uh, which you'll you'll you, you will love this right because underneath it turns out that underneath the Vatican, uh, the Vatican yeah. basically has its own Q branch. And it has a sort of boffin who gives him his gadgets, and he has a a sort of little flask of um, of holy water. And but and he explains it's it's a barrel drum magazine crossbow that's fully automatic, and it just fires like a fires like a machine gun. So yeah, fuck that, fuck that. And he's got a grappling hook as well. I have to admit, you know. I was a kid when that came out, and I did sort of lap it up. But I watched it years later and thought, oh, God, yeah, this was awful, wasn't it? Stephen Summers as well, who I actually quite yeah. like The Mummy. He did The yeah, Mummy. A, before oh, the,
1: the, yeah, he did The Mummy, didn't he? What else did yeah. he do that was quite big? I feel a like lot he did of something them else.
0: Sort of universal type monsters, and you know, he'd, he'd love, mm. it, love it, loving that. Um, but no, yeah, Stephen Summers, quite, quite a good director. He did. Um, um, what was that oh god no he did uh, what was that recent thing was it G.I. Joe I think he did that as well oh did he yeah oh okay
1: wow I got him and Simon West West mixed up
0: yes I
1: feel like they're similar ilk
0: yeah yeah for sure Mm. for sure and he also did um, what was the thing he did that uh, that spin off where it was like Do you remember the Scorpion King
1: (laughs) the CG in that was excellent famously very good (laughs) yeah
0: yeah exactly yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was that was our review of uh, Van Helsing, uh, and also also including Resident Evil Village. It's yeah. you know it's come it'll, it's going to be a re- I, I, I do wonder if it'll be really polarizing this come down to a matter a matter of taste you know how do you like your monsters do you like them I'm
1: I'm still struggling to get my review in order I still I still mm. don't know how to feel <laughs> I don't quite know how to feel I think it's one it.
0: of those <clears> things <throat> where I remember people. And I'm not saying, by the way, I'm I'm I am not comparing it to Star Wars Episode One The Phantom Menace, and I'm not saying that it's that it's anywhere near as as duff as Star Wars Episode One The Phantom Menace, but if you talk to people who came out of the cinema when they when they saw Star Wars Episode One, I've heard from like two or three different people that the prevailing emotion was confusion. This this engenders that they Certain didn't sort of they emotion, didn't immediately go oh it was awful the 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 thing you tend to hear more than anything else is confusion of people leaving the cinema going i think that was good was that was or was that bad i don't know <laughs> yeah. and i just wonder if maybe the dust might settle on village and i uh, you know i sort of thought oh wow i wonder if they'll if they'll like reboot this again or maybe yeah. people again it could just be me maybe people are going, nope, yeah, no definitely vampires well don't know. we're loving it
1: you and I you and I were playing it much the same time we were kind of level pegging for a lot of the game mm. and we were sending texts back and forth and we we were on the same page pretty yeah, much weren't we yeah pretty
0: much pretty much yeah. um, so
1: i don't know is, is it going to be one of those games again where we review it and Everyone else is like, "This is brilliant. This is a work of genius." <laughs> and we'll just be like, "What? What the hell?" <laughs> Again, well, it, that look, seems to
0: happen to us quite a bit lately. It, it does, yeah. Sometimes we, but and you know, it could be uh, the fact that we are we're the thing is, is that being a fan of a series, if anything, gives you yeah. gives you better license to be to, to, mm. to criticize it the harshest. I won't. I'll, mm-hmm. I, I don't blindly love it, but yeah, my my one of my large one of my big thoughts coming going through. Village was just boy. We've come a long way from Raccoon, haven't we? <laughs> you know, we've, we've, come lo- we've come a long, we've come a long way from a sort of George A. Romero homage schlock B video game slice of glory to a massive production. Weirdly, oh, by the way, the acting is awful.
1: Oh, Ethan's line delivery—that the, the actor who I think his name's Todd Solly. Yeah, I mean, he didn't. He doesn't have a lot to work with. True. In his defence, but Ethan just sounds like a moron.
0: Well, it sounds like he one sounds of those stupid. things where you don't. And again, I'm not speculating. you know, talented people working on it, but it sounds yeah. like one of those things where like the direction for the vo- for the voice acting was a little bit a little bit funny. Like we want you to say the line like you've just got on out of bed, or we want you to say <laughs> the line like you're naught to sixty furious. Because mm. like sometimes. Yeah. He will just like shout lines and st- or like he'll react in a really underpowered way to, yeah, you know, for, for someone whose wife was just murdered and and baby was just stolen, he's he's remarkably, un- not as sort of despairing or or his reactions aren't like natural, right? No, yeah, <laughs> totally unnatural. It's and very... then uh, uh, yeah, other yeah, times I mean, he's just sort of shouting at people, like in
1: yeah. that respect, it does respect, um, does oh, respect, respect. <laughs> um, the B movie roots of uh, Resi because yes. his Delivery is very B movie Yeah,
0: That is true. And hey, there's a really interesting. I, th- I sort of thought yesterday one of the one of the interesting things about it is that because the RE engine is so amazing, it yeah. actually throws the drama into quite harsh relief. Yeah. If you if you watch you know if you play The Last of Us Part Two or something, you've got this incredible it's cgi really i Mm -hmm. mean it's phenomenal stuff motion capture and but the difference is of course naughty like that you know there's the writing there and there's the acting performances to you've got the performances that keep up with the technology and one of the odd side effects of the re engine is that that's clearly that the money is clearly not going to the drama itself it's going to everything that scaffolds the drama so Mm -hmm. you you end up with this stunning engine these these and these wonderfully mo-capped faces and stuff um and then just these funny performances inside that that seem all the stranger for the technology that they're powered by. Um, yeah, really bonkers. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Ha- I'm not suggesting that it's like a you know a, a disaster. There are things in it I enjoyed. There, there really were. Um, mm. And I do think it, you know should you play it? Yes, is is the answer. It should be. It should be played. It, it it's not a game that c- could easily be ignored. And it's a very interesting game. There's a lot of stuff yeah. in there that's you know. This is sp- why
1: it's such a hard one to review, because I enjoyed it, but, yeah, it's like you yeah. said, it's that phantom menace syndrome of being confused, <laughs> and being like, why? Yeah. how did yeah. this happen?
0: <laughs> and I do wonder if in six months' time, when the dust settles, and i look back, if I go, no, that was rubbish, actually, yeah. or <laughs> i look back and I'll go, no, you know, it's not as bad, actually, as, as like, or may- maybe, maybe I didn't, never thought it was bad, maybe, I don't, it's a very, it's a tough one, but, uh, mm. but we shall see. I'm going to be fascinated um, reading, reading around and seeing people's yeah. opinions chucked yeah, into me the too. pot. It, it is interesting. Um, actually, yeah. I've been playing a bit of Pokemon Snap.
1: Oh yeah, we we'll jumped so, into that.
0: But I tell you what, because I've not yeah. played, I've not played an, a lot of it. I played about two hours of Pokemon Snap and I'm going to review it later on in the week. So I'm going to absolutely go mad on it over the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um that's a weird one. I'll give you a little 5 minutes on Pokémon Snap yeah, and my, on. my initial impressions on Pokémon Snap. My initial impressions are mm-hmm. I love Pokémon and Pokémon are brilliant and I like the sort of premise of of being in a world of Pokémon but you don't have to capture and battle them. Yeah. You actually just sort of watch them nipping about doing whatever they do and it turns out that what they do uh, is is funny and endearing <laughs> and sort of brilliant. You know, you 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 you're walking over a, a bridge and you look down and in the stream, is a couple of little bidoofs just sort of swimming by with sticks in their mouth, and you're thinking, sure. what are they? What are they doing down there? You know, thinking, and just sort of seeing little little pikachus just sort of scampering about in the grass, it's glorious. And then there's a weird thing of like, you do a few of the things, you do, you know, you'll do a course. It takes you through. You're on rails. Um, Which kind of introduces a really intriguing little element of stress into the scenario. Because when I think about Pokemon Snap, I sort of think, uh, you know, relaxing, taking photography, trying to get the high score, sort of watching Pokemon nip about in their natural habitat. But actually, it's like... Oh, you're on a time limit, and you can't stop the thing on rails. So, and you will miss Pokemon, and it'll you, mm. you end up with these really sort of near miss moments where you'll you they'll look at the camera, and then just as you go to take the snap, they'll look away, and you think ah, and your bastards. little on rails minecart will just carry on rumbling through, and you think bastards, mm. I've got to redo this course now. So there is a kind of element of t- time pressure on it, um, but there's also an element of cameras are brilliant and. It basically turns the switch into a into a camera, which is really are you, cool. Are you going to
1: buy the little printer?
0: I really want it. <laughs> I re I really want. I do really want the print. I want to print some pictures out, but I know that that's mental, and uh, <laughs> and I I I I would end up with just a cluttered. It would be it would be silly. It would be silly yeah. if I did that. But I do want it. I won't lie, and I want a little Pikachu carry case for it. So you know, um, but yeah, it's it's it uses the motion sensors in the switch so you're literally you, you're moving it around like you would a camera right. and then zooming in with the left trigger and taking a little snap and cameras in video games are brilliant yeah on no, the I whole agree. cameras mm. in video games really really good move photo um, modes photo modes yeah weirdly like less so I don't I don't, I don't fuss myself that much with the photo. I could sort of understand why they're good but I love it when a camera is like actually a mechanic within the game you know mm. But yeah, yeah uh, pack Snap. But also weirdly in a weird way kind of underwhelming at the same time like after an hour I was like oh that's that's what the game is I'll be you know I'll, do- I'll be doing that for the next for the next mm-hmm. few hours and yes it's good but it's you know it is it is what it is it's one of it's one of those games it it's yeah from start to finish it kind of that's what you're doing and it's the kind of subdued sort of pleasure of like Oh, yeah yeah that's nice that's good that but you don't but yeah I, I don't sort of absolutely love it i'm just sort of like, oh yeah yeah. pokemon Snap was good wasn't it uh oh, yeah. good stuff <laughs> fair enough but yeah enjoying and more and uh, more on that next week when i've actually finished the thing because one of the things it does do is it lets you go out at night and see the region's <coughs> illumina pokemon bless you Thank which you. are pokemon that glow in the dark for some reason and so Ooh. you'll you'll see these big Pokemans and they're they're glowing. So that's quite fun. That's nice good. Little, nice little twist mm. to it. Plus when you're in Professor Mirror's lab, uh you're talking to him and he's telling you to go out and do your snappy business. But in the background, just little Pokemon just running around. Just little little mouse twat Pokemon just sort of running on the railings, <laughs> just up to absolutely no good at all. And like a, a funky little dog who I forget mm. his name, uh just, just running around in the background. And Dogomon. that stuff Dogemon, yeah. And that stuff is brilliant. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. all for that. But yeah, more on that next time. In the meantime, uh we got some news. We've got we got a fairly newsy chunk of news. Oh, It's there's nothing it's, better than
1: newsy news.
0: It's newsy news. It's newsy news. Get, gear yourself up and I'll um and I'll load up the cannon. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Sure. Yes. Bodger, Badger, Bodger, Badger, Bodger, Badger, Bodger, Badger, Badger, Badger. Hello, Mousey. News. Uh, Last of Us Part 3 has a story outline but isn't being made yet, mm. Says says Neil Druckmann. Mm. Uh, he and co-writer of Last of Us Part 2, Hallie Gross, or Gross, have written a story outline for a potential Last of Us Part 3, though the studio isn't currently working on it. The comments came during the latest episode of the Script Apart podcast uh, that Truckman and Gross were guesting on, talking about script writing uh, for Last of Us Part 2. The topic of the third game was brought up, and Druckmann said, quote, I don't know how much I want to reveal. Um, Hallie and I did write an outline for a story uh, that we're not making, but I hope one day can see the light of day that mm-hmm. explores a little bit of what happens after Last of Us Part Two. We'll see. Now he didn't give any indications on on where a third game might take the characters, or even you know if it if it would pick up the same characters. But he did say, um, quote. Uh, we've now had two games that I feel speak to something universal, as well as telling a very personal story for these characters. With one game, there's no pattern of what a franchise is, but with two games, there's starting to be a pattern. Now, I feel like there are some structural and and, and thematic themes that you'd have to stick to uh, if, yeah. if, you're make, if you're making a third game. The studio won't be going into a third game lightly when and if it does, and Druckmann said, quote, after we finish one of our big titles we take a long time uh, to explore different ideas whether that's going to be going back to the last of us or whether it's something completely new or some old franchise we want to go back to i like to fully explore all of those then look at like okay we have all these ideas in front of us as a studio what do we want to commit to um mm. so yeah interesting, interesting stuff, stuff. Well, the fact would, that they've uh, mentioned it
1: makes me think there must be something to it Otherwise well not you, not you just that, but the fact
0: you? Yeah, but the fact they've actually written it.
1: Mm
0: I mean that's yes. yeah, or at least or at least written they wrote an outline for the story of of a you know of a third game, which is kind of intriguing. So I mean I guess it makes it makes sense. It makes, you know, an awful lot of a lot of money. Very, very successful uh, series of games. That and I suppose we him alluding to, you know, doing an old franchise could be uncharted or you know, I don't well, know. Well didn't Naughty
1: Dog say they were finished with Uncharted?
0: Well, but now we know that they've got an uncharted game on the go that, that they had Bend doing. Um, okay. but, but then, do you remember last week? And then, but then it, but then, it was, then it was like, oh, actually, Bend—they were brought into the Naughty Dog fold, and then some oh, of the yeah. high ups from Bend left. But now there's an uncharted game. We don't know what it is. Uh, supposedly going on at Naughty Dog behind closed doors. So we know that they are doing that, and we also—what was the other thing that we? Oh and, and there's the rumors of a remake of The Last of Us 1. I'd be most excited. I mean it's it's kind of cool. Like would you want to see like a part 3 to The Last of Us?
1: I um well, I loved part 2, but I felt like it kind of wrapped up in a good pla- well, not necessarily a good place, but in a a place that felt conclusive. Mm. Um I don't know where they'd go with 3, really. Mm. Mind um,
0: you, I would have said I don't know where they'd go with two before two came yeah, out. <laughs> they are quite yeah. good at uh, uh, finding finding places to go. I mean, yeah, I'd
1: play it and I'd probably end up really loving it. Um, mm. So yeah. yeah, but do you know what? I want to see more. I want to see Sony kind of dipping more into their back catalogue. They've got oh, so yeah. many IPs that are just laying dormant. Yeah, you know, it's Ape tr- Escape, yeah. Siphon,
0: Filter. They've got they've got loads. <laughs> Oh, I love that knows? you bring up Ape Escape. I fucking love Ape Escape so much. Exactly. Um, Wouldn't you love a PS5 Ape Escape
1: with DualSense?
0: Oh god stuff yeah. And all that. Forget about Imagine it. that. Yeah. I'd I'd be catching those those little simians till the cows come home. Mm, mm-hmm. Um or the apes come home or the apes come back to the enclosure, you know? Yeah. I'd be yeah. I'd be playing that. Although I do admire they do have a commitment to new and weird IP. Like like it's kind of cool that they come out with these bonkers things that I just did not see coming. You know, mm. like Returnal yeah. was was just fantastic, and uh, they, they are good at going, hey. And at the same time, that you know they do lean on. We got Ratchet and Clank coming out next month, which by the way looks really cool.
1: Yeah, it does look um, great.
0: Uh, we got a little cheeky actually while I'm on that little news item on Ratchet and Clank just a quick one mm. uh, there was a the little showcasey bit last week on State of Play uh, oh. New Hero is playable and uh, it's a female Lombax which is the species that Ratchet is I believe mm-hmm. uh, called Rivet yeah um, she's a resistance fighter and should be playable for sections of the game hopping through the different dom- I I tell you what I'm getting more and more up for that game as time goes by
1: like, I've got my pre-ordering mate you're playing you're bloody, you're bloody loving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I'm, I'm, yeah. Really loving Ratchet and Clank at the moment. I've been mm. uh, dipping back into the uh, the old games. Mm. Yeah, they are good. I do want to I,
0: I got the first Ratchet and Clank on my Vita, so I'm I'm sort of quite excited to jump back in on that. Mm. Um yeah, I'm kind of like historically I was always more a fan of Jack uh, than Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. But Super up for this one. Some of the stuff they're doing with the SSD looks uh, looks a little yeah. bit nutty in a really cool way. So I'm Proper
1: next gen, right?
0: Indeed. Indeed. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, at, I am looking forward to that. Uh, what else have we got? Ooh, Hitman developer IO Interactive reportedly working on a new fantasy IP uh, exclusively for the Xbox. How does that make you feel? Um,
1: I, I don't know how to feel. I don't no. want anything to compromise their Bond game. You Focus see, you've absolutely
0: the he- hit the nail on the head there, and that's exactly mm. what I... The moment I thought it, I wanted to uh, get the the metaphorical wrist of mm. everyone at IO Interactive and deliver it a nice firm slap and say, yeah. get yourselves back on Bond. I don't want to hear about other stuff yet.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And also, um, IO Interactive, I wouldn't have thought they were... That's quite impressive that they're doing a Bond game and a brand new like fantasy IP. Something
1: that's massively outside their wheelhouse though. They're not <laughs> not typically uh associated yeah. with fantasy, or RPGs, yeah. or whatever this is.
0: And it's like, have you got... I didn't think they were that big of a company. I was like, oh, you no. clearly got the... Anyway, But this was according to Windows Central. A uh, new project will be a fantasy RPG, currently under the codename Project Dragon. So, obviously, a medieval setting with dragons and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. And could feature a connected world, complete with multiplayer, and will be published... Uh, by Xbox Game Studios. The reports have been somewhat corroborated by Eurogamer, who claim to have heard word of the plans but add that the project is still some years away. And there are job listings on IO's website for a lead multiplayer network programmer. Uh, so they've sort of lent more credence to the rumours. Um, that's kind of got me a bit less excited because if it's prioritised, if it's like a big multiplayer Sea of Thieves but medieval and dragons and such, yeah. I'm a bit, I'm a bit like, oh... But no, yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I mean, obviously, I trust that they are not, you know, stretching themselves. They, they wouldn't do it if they didn't know that they could do it. But I did think, yeah. you guys better be bloody concentrating on Bond. You know? Yeah, it
1: better be good. Um, <laughs> personally, yeah, I, I like my RPGs, um, single player. Mm. That's just me. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah, as soon as multiplayer comes into the equation like you, I'm like, eh, <laughs> I'm less interested.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do hear that. Well, well, you'll be... Uh, somewhat nonplussed then, I imagine, to hear that Capcom has clarified that Resident Evil Reverse, R-E-Colon-Verse, won't launch until summer. Uh, The company clarified in an email to fans about the upcoming launch of Resident Evil Village that the multiplayer companion title, Resident Evil Reverse, won't actually go live until summer. As stated on the official website, the multiplayer shootout is currently scheduled for summer 2021, but those who purchase Resident Evil Village on on its launch uh, will indeed get the game for free when it does go live. It's um it's recently had the reverse has had several rounds of public beta testing over the past month. Uh, so it, what could, it could probably safely be described as a mixed reaction uh, from fans. Mm. Whether whether the feedback from those test results, uh, you know, in an improved product. On, uh, do you remember Resident Evil Resistance?
1: How could I forget? I, mm. I was going to say I don't understand why Capcom insist on trying to make a Resident Evil multiplayer thing. Like it just doesn't work. Uh, uh, with the exception of the Outbreak games, which have a you know, oh yeah, they were a, a bit yeah. of a fan base. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, a competitive multiplayer Resident Evil, just just stop it. <laughs> And I can just understand. I really away. liked
0: the mercenaries mode in like Resi Four and uh, some of the uh, some of the older Resi games. The mercenaries was really really cool.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, it's the it's the kind of competitive online play that just sort of I don't know. I play I played a bit of Resistance and it was kind of a cool idea. You know, the asynchronous thing or one of user you know, an umbrella, hmm. you know, big wig boffin or whatever. And you. I suppose we
1: g- had some laughs with that, I guess.
0: Well, we did have some laughs with it. But, but, it, but it, it seems just, odd yeah.
1: that they're essentially kind of abandoning that in a way for another multiplayer experience. Like, why don't you sort of expand it for Village? Expand that, make that your platform for Resident Evil multiplayer. Yeah,
0: that's true. It could be, yeah, it could be maybe that they're actually... They've decided that that isn't the platform. They need to find a platform worth expanding, maybe. Maybe mm. that's what they're... I don't, I, I don't know. doesn't look like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. I know. I have to say I'm not... Not overly fussed. You, on the other hand, will mm-hmm. presumably be overly fussed by Streets of Rage 4 uh, because mm-hmm. it's adding Max Thunder in the yep. upcoming... Uh- now, was this one of the ones that was silhouetted that you yeah, guessed was... Yeah, and was super obvious, yeah. Uh, well, Dot Emu has announced that that is the next new character coming to Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. Um, Max Thunder is a wrestler with a bunch of grapple-based moves, uh, as well as off-the-wall strikes and a ground-pound manoeuvre known as Blitz. Uh, he'll be joined by Estelle Aguirre, or Aguirre, and one more uh, yet-to-be-revealed character. That's just DLC his Blitz launches.
1: move. I don't think it's called a Blitz. They all have a Blitz move.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. fair enough. I'll uh, I'll have to shout at the person that wrote that then, in that oh, case. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, no word on when that DLC is launching, by the way.
1: No, they're Sort of uh, keeping quiet on that. I, I suppose once they uh, announced the third character, who definitely looks like Shiva. Um, mm, you Heard it here first, folks. Yeah, I saw someone in our comments going, "Why would they put Shiva in the game? Because you can already play as him, like in his pixelated guys." I'm like, "Yeah, you can do that with Max as well, mate." <laughs> so uh,
0: sharp. So shut your yeah. mouth. Yeah, yeah. Rich getting hyped up on the streets of Rage, fools. Mm. Um that are saying silly things.
1: I know, right. Uh
0: <coughs> PlayStation 5 shipments have surpassed 7.8 million units worldwide. Um, Trying it
1: given stock shortages.
0: Given the shortages. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sony's most recent financial results in Q4 of 2020. Um, the increase is more than three million of the previously reported four and a half. Which uh, seemingly it cements the console's place as the most popular PlayStation of all time. It's now ahead of the PlayStation 4 sales of seven million after the same time period. Uh, it's worth pointing out though that the PS5 did launch in more territories than the PS4 yeah. in comparison, yeah. so do it bear did. that in mind. Um, so they're in they're in pretty rude health. There's three three hundred and thirty no, three point eight three hundred and thirty eight point nine million games reported as sold in for the PS4 and 5 uh, over the fiscal year. Yeah, 65% were digital, which is an increase of 12% on last year, and 17% Mm. uh, were first-party titles, such as Demon's Souls and Uh, Spider-Man. PlayStation Plus subscriptions are on the up, uh, with the figure touted as being 47.8 million at the end of March, up from 41.5. So generally things are going well. However... This is this is going to make you laugh because I remember your bat- general bafflement at uh, when mm. Microsoft was doing a little dance because apparently this uh, period of rude health uh, it's just been capped off with some interesting news that PlayStation has announced a new partnership with Discord.
1: Yeah, I still don't get why this <laughs> is. <laughs> a thing. I really don't know what what does Discord do that you know is so special. It's saying. I mean, we are talking over Discord as we speak. But <laughs>
0: yeah, I'd you quite know. like it if some high up at Discord would just sort of cut us off there, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like, you don't like oh Discord, yeah. well, Don't like then. Discord then, alright. Yeah. yeah, a partnership with Discord. I heard you don't like the, the old timey bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, PS integration. I don't know what that... So uh, SIE has announced that it's made a minority investment uh, into Discord and will be integrating Discord with the PlayStation's social experience. Uh, in an announcement on the blog, Jim Ryan said, our goal is to bring the Discord and PlayStation experiences closer together uh, on console and mobile starting early next year, allowing friends, groups, and communities to hang out, have fun, and communicate. Uh, the news Again. comes barely a month so- after I'm it was reported... Oh, yeah, go How on. is
1: that different to just like having a party in a game? Is it going to pa-
0: be is it going to be as simple as its discord? So it'll be what you already know, mm. but because it's discord it'll just be much better. Like is it just we're using their infrastructure which is bonkers yeah. brilliant. Is it is it as Maybe. simple as that? I don't know. Maybe. But to, to be honest with you the parties on the PlayStation 5, are just perfectly good and simple and easy to use. Yeah, this and is, this is my this is so my. So I, I am totally with you on the confusion. Mm. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's there's clearly something here. The news comes barely a month after it was reported that Microsoft were interested in acquiring Discord for a rumored cheeky 10 bill. Um, apparently, those talks came to came to an end uh, with with Discord saying that it wanted to remain independent. Um, mm-hmm sort of seems like this move and the desire to remain uh, independent may have factored into the decision. Fair enough. So that's, I don't know, yeah, it's sort of like, well, we're not letting Sony buy us out, but we are going to Sony and doing a partnership agreement and they've bought a minority stake. So clearly everyone wants to, I mean, I know social is going to be huge in the next generation, as as indeed it was in the last generation. So maybe if both of the big, you know, Sony and Microsoft are clearly looking at, at Discord going... Well, we want a piece of that. It's going to be really important that we have, I don't know, r- robust connections or whatever. But I don't really get it. It seems to me that it's perfectly fine as is. To be honest, I'm sort of with you. Yeah, on the, it's a bit of an. All- I mean,
1: Microsoft stuff maybe works slightly better than Sony, so I can see how it's a yeah. good move for Sony, maybe.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the, the, in my the,
1: experience. Like before anyone shouts at me. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, like just generally, like multiplayer stuff, uh, just sort of works like. Well, it works on PlayStation. I don't know what it is with Xbox. It's just a little bit like mm. a little bit more cohesive, maybe a little bit easier. I don't it's know. Like Xbox it's Live's been, long been
1: long. around for longer than PSN. It's been around
0: it's for longer and it. I think they have the, you know, they have the they are Microsoft, right? So they have an awful yeah. lot of experience in that sort of stuff. On the other hand, it's also worth pointing out that the PS5 actually has a built-in microphone, which is a big old bloody boon. I tell you what, they really mm. want to get that on the um On the Xbox. That would be nice. Not have to buy a bloody headset. It is an annoyance. But anyway, Mm. uh, it's quiz time. It's time to get quizzical. So, are you ready? Are we going to summon Matt from upstairs? And you go, who won? I'm did ready. you win? Did you win? <gasps> no, no, you didn't. I think
1: it was another stalemate, wasn't it?
0: I've got uh, a couple of listeners have come forward on this, so we've got to christen some winners. But Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lost, I don't want to hear it. You got the bloody fool off. Uh, let's summon Matt from upstairs, uh, but in the meantime, have a lovely jingle. Okay, all right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting You say stop, if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas and then you say what that place is, if you say it and it's the right place you win Stop! Start. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like and I have as ever backup clues because I don't like drawers It's time for the quiz, we are joined as ever by Matt from upstairs Hello Matt how are you? Hello, I'm good. Had a nice uh, long bank
2: holiday weekend. Played some uh, nice Pokémon Snap, some more Returnal, and went to a pub garden for the first time in forever, oh, which was exciting.
0: My God. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot How was to it? mention was it? I did that. Yeah.
2: Was it? Was it Ramo? No, because it was uh, it was the bank holiday Monday, which was like chucking it down with rain here but we uh <laughs> we, so we would like we were like oh should we cancel but we went anyway and it was this lovely little like open shed thing with like a heater up top and stuff so we were like protected Ooh. from the elements in a basically an empty pub
0: oh that's that's quite nice yeah though. it was
2: nice
0: i miss pubs i miss pints
2: yeah it was good got we got everything on draft like yeah nice
0: mm, good shit i'm also playing pokemon snap by the way oh nice how are you finding it yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I played for like a, a, an hour, and I was like, "Yeah, it. That's cool. It's Pokemon Snap." And I was ever so slightly like subdued. I like, I'd, I, I wasn't absolutely over the moon. I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool." Like, I. And then after an hour, I was like, "Huh. Okay. It's going to be this for like another eight, nine hours." Yeah, like, that's is sort is of it, is. isn't
2: it? Like, it's. I think. It's a fun idea, but also I've, I've, I've heard a lot of people describe it as relaxing, and I
0: really don't get that at all. I don't either. And I said to Rich earlier, there's an element of stress, yeah. if anything. The, the, the on rails stuff, I'm like, the idea of missing a little twat, just as he looks at the lens and then looks away, I'm like, no, come back in. Yeah. And I sort of have to redo it, and, and I'm I find, I find, it quite I find myself
2: like, I'll be trying to get a photo, and I've missed it, and I'm turned right back round <laughs> looking behind me and then I'll turn yeah. back around and I've missed a load of stuff that was ahead of me. And, I know, uh, yeah. So yeah, there's a weird sort of like, yeah, a weird stress to that that I wasn't expecting to have. But, uh, but no, I'm having a nice time mm. with it other than that. But, but it's
0: cool. Yeah. And good good motion control, like it turns the switch into a camera. Which yeah, is cool. that's yeah. nice, isn't it? That's a nice thing. Anyway, anyway, clue number one. Clue number one. I have appeared in nine, count them, nine main games and... Six games in a different series. How's about that? Chew on that. Clue Stop. number one. Uh, Matt Lorigan. Is it Camarocho from Yakuza? Good. Getting incorrect. Incorrect. We've
2: incorrect. had that. I'm sure have, we've had that. Yeah, I was just Must thinking. Have, have we? I don't know thought... if we have or if Rich guesses it every time. That's what I can't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've had it.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe. Anyway, uh, clue number. Which one am I going to do? Oh, this will be good. Clue number two. Uh my name is very popular in europe very 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 well known but not so well known in America huh
2: it's mm. gonna be a localization thing isn't it hmm
0: C- clue number three conversely, <laughs> my most famous resident was better known in America than Europe hmm. ooh okay clue number four the people that made me clearly had a thing made and named uh, me and some of the places in me <laughs> uh, clearly had a thing for Shakespeare and the Romans oh okay hmm. Okay. So um, one, two, three, four. Clue number five. I got nine know. nine clues this week. Oh so wow! I got a nice little spread. <clears throat> so clue number five. Uh, I have plenty of exciting places. Plenty of exciting destinations to plot a course for. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Clue number six. Uh are my most recent appearance in a video game was in two thousand and eighteen. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Oh it's very recent. Okay. Nothing came out that year, did it? What, twenty eighteen, famously. <laughs> yeah, nothing.
0: Yeah, it was the year of nothing. <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, clue, and another one, my first appearance in a video game, sort of joined on that clue, uh, was in 1993. Oh, what? Mm. 1993? Mm-hmm. Clue number, who knows? Uh, I am also ideal if you're a fan of the prehistoric... Uh, 1993 (coughs) Clue number eight
1: Hold on, hold on
0: I am a great place For fans of animals Stop Rich Walker
1: Are we we back to Jurassic Park again? Is this Isla Nublar? I thought we'd done this I thought we'd done this (laughs) Because 93, 2018
2: That's... Jurassic Park again, isn't it? Incorrect.
1: Oh, come on.
2: Uh, stop. <laughs> Matt Lurigan. Um Is it Kanto from Pokemon Red and Blue? Incorrect. Okay.
1: I'd have been livid if it was, because I don't know any Pokemon stuff.
0: Final, <laughs> final clue. Uh, I am located somewhere near the centre of the Milky Way.
1: Oh. Stop. Stop. Rich is Walker. It, is it Earth or something? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was Earth all along. Uh, is it Earth?
0: <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember the uh, BAFTA-nominated award-winning video game Or Something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a, what a ty- to pioneer it's good, of its, it's genre. A
1: good, it's a good game, that. Oh,
0: or Something. God, what iconic game that was.
1: Um, um I don't know. This is too hard. You're making it too hard. Uh, nothing came out in nineteen ninety
2: three. Nothing was about then. No. Uh, okay. Okay. I feel like we can get this. I feel like we can get this.
0: Get some uh, some some extra extra spice. Much appreciated. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know how you guys like the spice. It's what we're here uh, Indeed, a great place for animals, but do watch out for the giant monkey.
1: <sighs> <Man. laughs> We did. We did Skull Island. We've done that, Josh. You repeat. Uh, him, yeah? I believe you'll find
2: that, that King Kong is an ape, Richard.
1: Uh, oh yeah, true. He is it? Well, I don't know. Josh might be. Confused. Well, let's say.
0: Let's just say. Let's say uh, a giant primate. Then, in that case, okay. Just, just, to, be, just, just <laughs> to, to cover, cover your bases. the chest. Yeah. You, you know, you you baboons, your bonobos, your cheeky chimpies, your cappuccine monkeys, whatever. Yeah. You know, just to cover right.
1: it all, primates. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh Make my god. Big time, big
0: time.
1: What? Don't tell me you got it uh
2: oh, I think i do, but i can't um stop matt, matt lorigan is it wait he hasn't said my name matt lorigan
0: hello it's josh gone that was a, that was that was alarming uh, yeah matt lorigan uh is it the
2: is it d k jungle from donkey Kong country
0: incorrect oh, balls Right, mm, I will quickly. I'll quickly run through them. I thought that was it. it is I, Donkey Kong in it? I gotta let this one go. Uh, but we'll, we'll 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 run through them. I've appeared in nine main games and six games in a different series. Clue number two: plenty of exciting destinations to plot a course for. Clue number three: i am ideal if you're a fan of the prehistoric. Clue number four: great place for fans of animals, but do watch out for the giant primate. Clue number five, uh, my name is uh, well-known in Europe, but maybe not so well-known in America. Uh, Clue number six, conversely, my most famous resident was better known in America than Europe. Uh, Clue number seven, the people that built me clearly had a thing for Shakespeare, built and named me, uh, clearly had a thing for Mm -hmm. Shakespeare and the Romans. Clue number eight, I'm located somewhere near the center of the Milky Way clue number nine my first appearance in a video game was in 1993 and my last appearance was in 2018 stop stop Rich Walker
1: is it the Colosseum Hamlet uh, region from <laughs> Donkey Kong Country 3
2: <laughs> <laughs> incorrect no stop. Oh. Matt Lorigan is it the lilac system from Star Fox
0: and this week's winner oh, thank god for that <laughs> <laughs> is Matt Loringan yes, very What's well done. It's a giant
2: primate, it's uh, Andros, Andros, isn't it?
0: Big Andros yes. with his hands. I've appeared in nine main games and six games of different series. The six games of the different series are all of the Super Smash, Smash, Brothers, Smash Brothers, Brothers games. Yes. There have been nine mainline Star Fox games. Oh, good lord, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. About four of them. The mighty. remake of the original game. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's been, been a bloody load of them. Uh, plenty of exciting destinations to plot a course for Was a reference for the Star Fox, Star Fox on Command. DS. Yeah. Star Fox Command. Uh, number three, ideal if you're a fan of the prehistoric, it's reference to Star Fox Adventures and Dinosaur Dinosaur Planet. Planet. Uh, great place for fans of animals. All the characters are anthropomorphic animals. Do watch out for the giant primate. It's a reference to the emperor and evil scientist Andros. My name is very popular in Europe. Not so well known in America. In America, of course, uh, it was released as Star Fox 64 was that one. Whereas in Europe, uh, we got Lilat Wars. Lylat so the Lilat system may well be better known. Um, mm. Conversely, though, my, famous, my most famous resident better known in America than Europe of course in this country Star Fox was released as Star Wing on the SNES mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, whereas it was Star Fox people that built me clearly had a thing for Shakespeare and the Romans as a reference to the oddly named planets of Macbeth and Titania as well as the other water based planet Fortuna which is the Roman goddess so we- weird naming conventions yeah. in the lilac system and yes first appearance 1993 Star Fox most recent appearance 2018 Super Smash Brothers Ultimates. Ultimate well done, Matt. Lorigan, um, Rich, how does that make you feel? Thank well, God for that. Well,
1: I, I don't feel so aggrieved because I've never played one of them.
0: This is bonkers, And I don't fucking intend to after this shit. <laughs> I haven't played never. it. Uh, they're, not, they're not great. Um, yeah. Star Fox is great. Star Fox must be played. If you've got SNES, Rich, you've got to play Star Fox. I Actually, recently yeah, played it the on SNES the Switch. It's the SNES one is it's like, terrific. Really good. It's
1: terrific.
0: I don't have to do anything. And um, it, ages, it ages very well. Do what I want.
1: Yeah.
2: have you played? Have you played Star Fox Two on the. Have you played the the lost game, Josh? I have
0: indeed. I thought it was terrific. Yeah, it's really good. I've got it on my
1: Snes Mini, and I'm never going to touch it. <laughs> no, never,
0: never again.
1: That. Out Rich of protest. Is,
0: Rich does not want to know. Oh, and by the way, I should say, uh, well done to Michael Collins, uh, who uh, emailed in to say, "Hold on, didn't he die last week?" <laughs> the the uh, yeah, the astronaut. You think? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. He, that was his oh, last was order of
1: business, like to get into touch with the podcast.
0: Yeah, I think he, I think, yeah, it's interesting because he's the one, you're right, I think it was like last week. So maybe, mm. maybe we've got the last communique uh, from, from celebrated NASA astronaut Michael Collins, yeah. who, who circled around, I think, the dark side of the moon mm. uh, while Armstrong and Aldrin were hopping about on the surface. But, yeah. Sort of, you yeah. Know? But anyway, but he, ha- he has gotten in touch. And he said, uh, uh, just listened to last week's podcast finally got the quiz right got it on the third clue after a heavy hint uh on on the set on the second guess mm. uh, and it, if it if he says it, it does help if quote i have played it so was <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which is a reference of course yeah. to los angeles as it appeared in 24 the game mm. uh, so well done well done to michael collins and i also got there was there was a, another communication uh, from someone going by the uh, by the handle of Shoei, uh, mm. who says, as someone who was late to the party, I'm sorry, guys. You do need to watch Sonic. It's actually very good. Oh, but the anyway, movie. That's mm. the movie. How yeah. you guys not okay. watch Sonic?
2: no it's alright
0: no. it's not terrible it's it's not great I, yeah but I, I I think I'm waiting for it to
1: appear on Netflix or something I'll watch it, it then
0: the thing is is that that's the worst thing that someone can say because if, I, if I'm about to surrender two hours of time I, I'd much rather it was an absolute train wreck yeah then I could laugh I get that in a way the, the yeah. worst thing people could say is oh it's yeah. actually because if it's alright
2: it's, it's like, very inoffensive the Sonic film which is like yeah. I can't remember a lot of what happened in that Jim Carrey's good though it's always nice to see him having it up
0: yeah yeah yeah, for sure, for sure. I anyway. have an
1: issue with um, people who pronounce Jim it Jim Carrey because it's two R's. Uh, Do you know what I mean? If it was one R, I'd pronounce it Carrey. It's two. How does Carrey. he?
2: How does he pronounce it? I think that's more. important. I don't care mate. how he <laughs> pronounces it. He
1: could be wrong as well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what, would you? What if I pronounced? Said my name was pronounced Richard Walker.
0: Would you? <laughs> yeah. Would you listen? Yeah, of course I would. No, I, would say
2: it, I would say it that way.
0: <laughs> no, I'd say uh, I'd, it's like how I like to say Terminator Genisys. <laughs> Because they spell Genesis. That's that's they yeah, that's just how everyone says it, that's right it. Right nice. isn't it? That's that might be how they how they wanted it to be done. Anyway, we gotta go because we yep, thanks, are Matt running. On. Thank you very much to this <laughs> week's winner, uh, <laughs> Matt Lorrainegan, La, Matt the, the reigning winner of the quiz. Uh, we will uh, we will we will see you again next week. Well, thank you very much. The classic oh. Cornish pasty. Cornish. Ooh, a proper from Cornwall. proper food. Questions, theories, comments, and queries, and quandaries. Don't forget your quandaries. Uh, sure. This one from uh, Mint. I'm going Excellent to need a, uh, a a retro rich, which he's and he's put a little TM sign. As if to, to patent that. So if we come up with yeah. a retro segment for you, we're not allowed to use that unless Mint says no. so. I'm going to need a retro rich review of last Wednesday's episode of Saved and Remade uh, on the iPlayer and the heartless destruction of several beautiful retro games consoles contained therein. Did you see this, Rich? Do you, No. Are you, are you aware know. of Saved and Remade? No, and it sounds like I don't want to. It sounds awful. Yeah, it does sound quite heartbreaking. What are you doing? Yeah. Well I think this is probably why Mint thought that you'd be up in arms. I mean you're up in arms just hearing about it. Mm. So and yeah, if they're just chucking out a lovely a lovely old SNES, then uh, you know, shame on them, to be honest. Yeah. Now what they could do is save and remake an old SNES. That really would be good viewing, you know. Exactly. Watch yeah, like watching my old
1: a nicotine stained one.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get <laughs> that get that bad boy refurbished, polished up to its former mm. to its former grey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one from uh, Joseph Murphy. How are console games still not giving players the option to completely rebind controls in 2021? He says, New Pokemon Snap irks me, uh, because it only gives the option of snapping a picture with either A or R, but not ZR, which is the universal button for shoot on every other game, and also, uh, L, what was the other one, ZL is the mm. thing for zoom in so you'd think it would be ZR to take a picture but it's not, I agree with you, it's really weird loads of games, like games should give you the option to remap anything to whatever you want even if it's that crazy. That should be standard yeah, yeah, every
1: game should have that, it should be completely standard I hate when you get like three custom layouts they're not custom, yeah. there's choices yeah. <laughs> and you can't yeah, yeah. customise it yeah. and it's like, and that's not the layout I want or whatever, like <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that yeah, bugs it's me. annoying. Like, there's it is all annoying. games like on PS1 that let like, you completely rebind the controller. It can't be that hard to do.
0: No, no, no. You wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't think so. It, yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Uh, and uh, what, what's the other thing that irks me? Oh, yeah. I think it, if anything is, it, nothing should ever be unskippable. Now,
1: yeah, that's maddening as well. The uns, unskippable cutscene, shit checkpoints. Yeah. No custom, no custom controller options. Yeah. Like Mm. we're in twenty twenty one now. It's no excuse. And also not being able to pause a cutscene is annoying as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know. True. Yeah. Should be standard. These things should be standard. Let me pause it and skip it no matter what's going on, please. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And also, can I also um voice my uh, hatred of big, massive skip buttons in the corner of a cutscene as well.
0: Yeah, get they don't them need off. to be there. You, you, yeah. you, can, you can put them on <clears throat> if I touch a button. You can bring yeah. them up, if I, or if I move the stick or something, you can bring them up. But don't plaster them over the cutscene, because no. it just sort of shows me that you don't care, that you're sort of well up for me skipping it. And I'm like... Yeah.
1: I think Dishonored actually does it. And it's surprising right. that a game like that would do that.
0: Yeah. yeah. God, mm. yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, this one from Mark Knight. (laughs) The Mark Knight.
1: Any relation to Michael is what
0: I want to know. Heath Ledger's performance in The Mark Knight. Oh, that's excellent. Very good. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The Mark Knight Returns. The Mark Knight Returns. If he he comes back to us with a second email... Yeah. Uh, And Mark, if you're listening, the subject line had better be The the Mark Knight Returns, because I... That'll get my email of the week. I don't really do exactly. an email of and the week. And then the but third
1: one, The Mark Knight Rises, obviously. The, Mar-
0: the Mark Knight Rises. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It writes itself. Well, we've just written it, but you know, there you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Mark says, hi, great podcast as ever. Uh, regarding the last episode and newspaper coverage of video games back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, The Observer... Turned me into a console gamer for life. This is intriguing. Uh, My only console as a child was an old Intellivision 2. Wow. Um, Yeah, I was around 18... And I was laying out newspaper pages on the floor of my brother's house to paint and decorate. And I noticed a picture of Lara Croft framed by a lengthy article on one of the pages. Mm. I sat on the step of a Black and Decker workmate and read the entire thing. Fascinated. The I love like the specific details of this it's story. It's great, isn't it? I yeah. love stuff like that. Set, yeah. the, set the scene for me because I can yeah. see it in my head and I'm yeah. loving the detail. Um the article, <laughs> including mm. the, uh, the inclusion of the brand, yeah. <laughs> the, the Black & Decker, that's terrific. You can't just uh, say uh, workmate, though. No, you can't. It's true. Yeah. it's true. You need that detail in there. Um, the article was about how games were no longer just aimed at kids, out of the kid's bedroom and into the living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, how the journalist and his partner were actively working together through Tomb Raider and how gaming had evolved. PlayStation was aimed at an older demographic, and developers were were, were, were following suit. Uh, The game was Tomb Raider 2, and I went out and bought a PS1 with a copy of Tomb Raider 2 the next day. Uh, And his question is, has an article ever changed the way you look at games? Or have you recommended uh, material to any non-gaming friends and family? Thanks from Mark. I will say... And apologies to the. There's probably some some gamers journalist out there that's throwing their hands up because this is probably the article that they wrote. But back in the in the two thousands, I think it was about two thousand five. It was when it was when the Nintendo DS and the and the PSP were were coming out. You remember that frenzy mm-hmm. time? Yeah. And um and it was it was brilliant. I mean, handheld gaming was just huge because it was before uh, smartphones, really. So it really had a massive. And it was and it was that time where you um you would you would go you would go on a train or you'd go on the tube or something and you'd just see there'd just be like two or three Nintendo DSs on the on, you know on the carriage yeah yeah uh, brain training was all the bloody rage and i but i remember reading this article and it was in It was in Edge magazine, I believe, but if I'm screwing up and it was actually Games TM, then please forgive me. And and classic, it didn't have the byline on the thing because it was Edge or Games TM. I don't know who wrote it. But they they had this brilliant thing where they were, they they actually, the article was their experience. They went on a train and they saw someone playing a DS with, I think, a toothpick. (laughs) 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 And And their first instinct, the, the, the writer's first instinct was to kind of recoil, you know, and go, oh, God, that's, like, that's awful. You're going to you damage the screen or something, and, and it looks really stupid, like, it, that. that's... And then he kind of... But then he was talking about how um, one of the weird things about when you get a new console, and it kind of works the same with a phone as well, you know when you get a new piece of tech and you're, like, super protective over it, like, you mm-hmm. don't want it to get damaged or anything? And his whole argument was, like, um, the future... The, the, the way that progress is made is is when you take things for granted and he was like ideally we should live in a world of scratched PSP screens and people that are playing DSs with toothpicks because that just means that they've become a firm and kind of disposable part of our lives and like in a way that's a really good thing that they should become just sort of Part of our carefree routine, and I remember reading that and going, God, yeah, but then obviously I was like, Yeah, but I don't want to mess my console, yeah, I don't, yeah,
1: and it's not environmentally sound to be just chucking consoles away
0: willy nilly. No, no. but I did Mm. remember, I remember thinking, God, that's a terrific thing, and it just like it hadn't occurred to me. And of course, then you know, phones happened and handheld gaming is not what it once was, but uh, Mm. but the point, the point still stands. I remember that article having a big. A big effect on me, and of course that was that was one of the articles I remember reading, and going, "Huh, somebody wrote that, and somebody got paid to write that." So I kind of, mm. that's interesting. That could be a job that someone does for a, you know for a living. it an intriguing, mm. an intriguing thing. Um, but yeah, right, we'll do we'll do one more question because we're uh, we're running on a little bit. All right. Uh, what one shall we do? Maybe one uh, from
1: last week, if you haven't, because we oh, had yeah, some leftovers, is- didn't we?
0: This is true, this is true, this is true. Okay, let's do uh, this one. Uh, this, is, this is This is great. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was just deciding on which was the... Because yeah. we, we got a load of bloody cool ones, to be honest. Um, oh, okay. This one from Casper the Friendly Ghost. He's back mm. again. Uh, hey guys, Super. inflammatory one this week. He says, Ooh. really excited for new Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. But have have an issue with the worldwide pricing. He said they want seventy quid in the UK, uh, which whatever yeah. you know that's that's what it is. Um, yeah. And he says, but that would equate to something like eighty eight dollars in America. But mm-hmm. in America, it's also seventy dollars. Same with we, Returnal. Same. Yeah. With, well, same with every. Well, to be I honest, know, I think there. that's just how pr- how pricing has always worked. And I remember when I was a kid. seeing the thing that was just like oh yeah it's 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 50 and then thinking to myself oh that's cool it'd be like 41 quid no no it's 50 quid as well it's like oh what (laughs) we've always had that and it's really weird he says uh, meaning that we end up paying more is that fair i don't know it's weird isn't it like is it just
1: that hasn't been a thing for a long time and i have a feeling it might be a brexit thing oh really possibly yeah
0: no, I remember... I could I remember, be wrong I remember, about um, that. Yeah, I remember things being, like, uh, something was, like, $50 for, in, like, just, like, the PS4's lifespan. I remember being, like, oh, really? that's, you know, all that. No, or I don't it's recall that.
1: ever seeing that.
0: I, it's definitely, like, a thing that... that, that that I'm sort of like a phenomenon that I'm aware of. Like thinking it sh- that should mean it's a different price, but actually it's just also that number in 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 pounds. That's something that's mm. irked me for years. I mean, yeah, if it, if it's if it's like gone or if it's something that's maybe like not happened for a while, fair enough. It's man.
1: not. No. It, well, unless it's like EA or something. EA will occasionally charge like sixty dollars for FIFA and then sixty pounds. Mm. That Absolutely. kind of thing. I yeah. hate that. I hate oh, that, but yeah. not everyone does it. Like, 2K will charge, like, 45 quid for NBA mm. 2K and $60 or something mm. like that.
0: Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, mm. that's fair not enough. Not 44, is, maybe,
1: 40, maybe 50, but you know what I mean.
0: I know what, you, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think they get away with it because it's, it's it's a number, isn't it? People see the number 70 and they go, oh, these people are willing to pay 70. Oh, so are these people. <laughs> see, I don't <laughs> yes. know that I am.
1: Yeah. Especially familiar. when you see that it's, a, you know the equivalent in dollars, which should be less. Mm. That that annoys me, actually. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, it's annoying. It is Like annoying. the exchange
1: rates, mate. Come on.
0: Indeed. Right, that'll just about do us. Uh, thanks to everyone who uh, sent us lovely messages. If I didn't read out your question, we'll read it next week. Um, in the meantime, keep yourself off Snapchat, keep yourself off Instagram, get yourself on Twitter, at joshywise, at richiew 82 at videogamercom, email... Podcast at videogamer.com mm-hmm. with your quandaries. Loving that. Mm-hmm. Did you thanks for the jingles? Not yet. I'm getting to it. Uh, Good. Andy B., Adam Cook, ColourMahearn for the jingle stingles. Uh, head over to videogamer.com for all your gaming needs. Mm-hmm. And we will be talking to you next week. But it's goodbye from me, goodbye. And it's goodbye from Richmond Walker.
1: Goodbye.